0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pindorvis, the Old Trailblazer, coming out again, riding old Dan. And uh, we're happy to have you folks with us. I wish I could hear from many of you. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know what station you're listening to. And if you appreciate these messages, I know. I know I have uh, folks out there who don't care for the gospel, don't care for my uh, butchering up the King's English and those things. But my, my heart is big as a pumpkin, I tell folks. My only desire is to see folks saved, and that's what we do here at Radio Missions, the Old Trailblazer Broadcast, the Voice of Truth Broadcast. We preach the the gospel. Folks write me and say, Pastor, what do you preach? Well, we preach the gospel, and we have a pamphlet I put together here on things most surely believed by the Old Trailblazer. I'd be glad to send that to you if you'd like to know more about what we do. We're we're essentially old-time, old-fashioned fundamentalist preachers. Uh, where the gospel is a is the center and the circumference of our ministry, and I know that you don't hear that everywhere, and you don't hear folks just just getting down to where we live. That's what we do, get down where we live. But we're looking at this study on the uh, the home and all of those things. But we were looking there when the earth was uh, made made over. I call it made over. You know, the earth was without form and void, the Scripture says, because it had been destroyed by that chasmic. Chasm- chasmacritic. That's a bad word for me. So we're looking there after that happened. We see God wanted a family, which Christ would be the firstborn. So he created man. That word create means that he spoke man into existence. And that was not a product of evolution. We were looking there in our last study, how that, how that man won't have the the gospel. And we we. Battling that evolution devil now. The theory of evolution, which says that man evolved from lower life, is the most damning, blasting, hellish, diabolic teaching that ever permeated our pulpits, our schools, and our thinking. Now, let me just... I like, once in a while, to be a little bit sarcastic. You know, we call ourselves uh, intelligent beings, intelligent thinkers. And I, I just... You know, on the surface, you hear the theory of of evolution, but you you go there and, and see what they teach, and part of it is that uh, somewhere back there in the eons of time, that uh, two little microorganisms uh, uh, bumped together on the seashore of time and became a a, a living thing, and and they they fool around and bumped into another one and a, and a, a bigger animal was just and a frog come out of it and a, all of those my friend common sense will tell you just common sense will tell you that man is is not evoluted no pastor Shelton often said man devoluted came from a devil but my friend god created adam and eve god created adam and took adam eve out of his one of his ribs This is why we have the Antichrist Bible today because a bunch of those theistic evolutionists tried to translate it and they left out everything about the deity and the virgin birth of our Lord that they could. Man did not evolve from a lower life. Man was a direct creation of God. I mentioned to you when my children were in high school or in school, one of the lower grades, one of the teachers sent home a paper about evolution and those things. They wanted them to learn that. And I sent them word back that our family might have hung from a, a rope, but they didn't hang from the tail like a monkey. No, let's, let's just be a little sarcastic. Let's just make a fun of that, my friend. And then this other lady who worked at the school, my wife used to be a secretary at the school, and had sit down in the morning to have coffee break, and one of the professors was sitting there to talk about the Bibles. Her family was real religious. But this girl had gone on to college and gotten a professorship, and she, uh, she was very intelligent, smart, sweet lady. But she told a group there, she said, well, you, I just don't know how much of the Bible you can believe. And my wife told her, said, well, my dear, you can believe it all. And I tell folks to believe it and be saved, disbelieve it and be lost. Now, let's go back there and look in the second chapter of Genesis. We find there in the seventh verse, we have the creative act of Genesis there in Genesis one twenty seven described the Lord God formed a man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. That's one of the most beautiful stories or pictures of how the Lord saves a sinner. Basically, this ministry is all about the Lord saving a sinner. We bring you these studies because they're they're enlightening and interesting, but. Our basic, our bottom line is salvation. Do you know what salvation is, my listener friend? Have you, ever, have you ever looked up what salvation? You know what the word salvation means? It means deliverance, deliverance from sin. Oh, but listen, listen, listen. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and became a living soul. Then we go over there and look at the Revised Standard Version of the Bible. It says man became a living being. They put it on the same basis as all other creatures. But man had a living soul. What's the difference in man and beast? Beasts do not have a soul. No. Here we see man created in the image of God man who is now to have dominion over this restored earth and to walk in fellowship with the Lord Jesus, no animal walks in fellowship with Jehovah Jesus. Cattle don't. No, they don't. Not in that sense that man does because man has a living soul that is capable of worship. And then we are told, the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden and there he put the man whom he had formed. Verse 8. In Ezekiel 28, we find, speaking to Lucifer, the anointed cherub, thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God, and ever precious stone was thy covering. This earth, in its original creation, was the throne of Lucifer, who is now Satan. And no doubt, his throne was located there in the garden of Eden, a garden which was beautified by all types of special stones. This garden was destroyed when judgment fell on this earth, in Genesis 1-2. Genesis 2-8 says that when God restored this earth, he also restored Eden. Then when he created man, the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, which became man's first home. That's one of the things we're going to look at now. So man's first home was in a garden, the garden of God. That's what Eden means, the garden of God. Oh, my friend, isn't that something? The first home man had was in a garden, and the last home that man will have will be in a garden. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the the sight and good for food. What a place to live in. Then we are told that the tree of life also in the midst of garden and in the tree of knowledge of good and evil, we're also told, and a river went out of Eden to water the garden, that gold and precious stones, oh, my friend, they're there. What a home for man, the garden of God. Now listen, and the Lord God took to man, put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. The Lord never, never intended for us to be lazy and worthless. That's why I, I like to speak about the olden times when I was a kid, we had to work. We had to work. The Lord ordained that we work. He said in one place, by the sweat of thy brow. Told Adams, by the sweat of thy brow. My friend, it's not a shame to work. I appreciate men having good jobs and high-paying jobs after having a good education and all of those things, but the vast majority of people that I know of work with their hands. They work uh, and and I, that's one of the things we're going to get to. Speaking about our home, our children come up now without a thing in this world. They're not taught how to do anything. No, no, they don't know how to do anything. And I understand that there's, there's places where, where families don't have a living big cities where there's no grass to cut. But they could, they could put out the garbage or they could wash the car or they could uh, help mama pick up the clothes. There's lots of things that they could do if they were taught to do. My dad lined us up in the morning before he left to go to work somewhere, cutting logs in the woods, and he'd say, you boys are over there on such and such a part of the field. We got, we got uh, to hoeing to do and chopping corn to do and digging sweet potatoes to do, and, and we had things to do. we come in from school. We took off our school clothes, put on our overalls, and got on our Brogan shoes. And nobody nobody had to tell us. My mother was there, but my dad had already told us the night before. Aren't right, you boys. And my sister helped. I had a sister two years younger than me. She could pick strawberries just as good as me or my brother because we were taught to do that. We were taught to get into house wood for the fireplace and the stove wood for the kitchen. And we were taught. My brother and I got up every morning and milked three cows before we ever got ready for school and brought the milk in and and helped my mother strain it and put it away. Now, we're just ruined. The television has ruined our children. All of these games that they play now, that they spend big bucks on to play those silly games, I know those things, my friend, and I know what kind of world we live in. We're living in modern times. I know that. But, my friend, if we let our children uh, get by, if we let them just lazy around and, and grow Fat, and they're talking about obesity. It's because they don't do anything. When, when I was growing up, I wore a size 32 pants till I was 40 years old because I worked hard. Once I went into office to do administrative work, I gained a little weight. But when I was coming up, my brother and I, he was two years older than me. He and I both wore 32 pants, 32 in a waist, and we didn't have an inch of fat on us. When I went in the Navy, I weighed 150 pounds. I did. But, my friend, it was because we worked hard. And it was not, it was not, uh, we, we weren't slaves or nothing. No, we just worked hard. That's partial of what's wrong with our, our, our nation, with our children, with our homes, with our families. And you know what? I believe it's a scripture. I'm not sure. Maybe you can tell me that, uh, that the uh, idle mind is a devil's workshop. Oh, we have much idleness now. Today we have kids coming up now. When they get fourteen, fifteen years old, all they study is having an automobile. They don't want an old Model A truck like I had when I was a kid. I hauled beans and berries to the produce house when I was a kid. Made a little dollar, a few dollars after I got where I could drive. No, they want one of these muscle cars, these hot cars, and all of those things. But my friend, we we better take hold. If you got children coming up. First of all, we're going to get back into it in a study or two. We're running out of time now. And I'm, I'm not critical, my friend. I'm, I'm just trying to be honest with you folks. Maybe you don't know a thing in the world about what it used to be. Times was hard during the Depression. We were all poor. And, and my dad scraped a living out of the earth. And my mom worked hard. And, uh, and, and I know we're not going back to those times. I know that. But I'm saying, don't let your children, don't throw your children away, don't give them everything they could imagine that they want, and don't, don't, don't let them lay out at night and and and, and not know where they are and all of those things. We're going to talk about that a good bit and along the spiritual line. But the old Trailblazer appreciates you uh, helping me with the broadcast a little bit. And if you'd like to write me, I'll send you a copy of that. What we most surely believe. And then remember the old Trailblazer's address, the old Trailblazer, post office box. 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad, or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website, at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.